Your Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. I'm, we're obviously continuing in October, so we're going to keep doing the the supernatural horror-themed movies, even though this movie's not a horror movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's horror elements to it. It's not scary, but it's also because this is kind of a kid's movie. At least that's what the director, I guess, was going for, even though... It's starring all adults, and it doesn't feel yeah. kiddy at all. And then you have uh, the opening scene, uh, a man gets impaled, and then he uses the blade to kill the other person who impaled him. So it's like, oh, that doesn't <laughs> seem like that's right for children. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good for all ages. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we are talking about The Adventures of Johnny Dow. Uh this is you said that this is gonna be a lower budget film. It, it kind of is. I mean, yes, it definitely feels like a passion project of sorts. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a strange one because uh, the movie's incredibly. Um, it, it's incredibly like they they really likes to lead in on the kung fu mythology. And that's how I felt as I was watching the whole film. It was like, wow, they really loved Asian mysticism. This is like the Asian mysticism, the movie. <laughs> that's from what I got from the film. It was like everything about the story, the the way that uh, you know all the characters just talk. It just felt feels like, oh, this is how white people think of martial arts. <laughs> right, right. I mean, uh, yes, yes, there is there is elements of that there. I think I want to say it's coming from a fanboyish approach, though. Like there, sure. All these, all these people, and one of the reasons why I was kind of wanted to talk about this movie is because of the lists of actors and stuntmen who are involved. Like they're they mm-hmm. have been in the industry for a while. I'm guessing this is you know this is this is supposed to be a love letter to martial arts. Uh, that's what the character, the main character, Johnny Dow kind of is he wakes up in the morning he watches martial arts videos he learned martial arts fighting because of these videos so i want to say it you know it's supposed to be in good taste and in good fun yeah, well yeah it, the, the, everything about this movie screams yeah kids movie right and yeah of course the director himself said he was inspired by you know growing up with that and he wanted to make a movie that would cater towards people like him like children like him you know, as he's growing up and the movie definitely feels like that there's not much sophistication in the film <laughs> in terms of the story and, and characters but i mean yeah they, they it's kind of like a who's who of uh martial artists uh, on like on screen at least right so uh yeah obviously we have matt mullins matt mullins um what's the name uh blood and bone yeah, I was gonna say that. I think that might have been the only time we spoke about him, but he's been in he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he was Johnny Cage in the uh, the web series for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if you remember that? Yeah. Um, 
And oh boy, I actually don't know much about the lead actor here. Uh, he, this is Ma- uh, Matthew well, Twining or Twining. Twining. Uh, yeah. This, this was his last movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of strange. <laughs> it's kind of strange, and he's very. He's pretty good at martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he didn't. He got up to like maybe a brown belt level, but when mm-hmm. they uh, demoed him for uh, the casting process, he they were uh, very impressed. And mm-hmm. I think he did like ninety percent of his own stunts in the movie. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can see uh, he's he's really doing the martial arts. So that was really surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, obviously we have these folks. Hey, did you notice Ron Yuan's in the movie? Yeah, Ron Yuan is in the movie. <laughs> uh, Paper Tigers, Ron Yuan. He's yep. got a small little role. Uh, when he is doing a back alley deal with Chris Yen, who is the one of the... Uh, I, I guess Almost like say, a love interest. Uh, a little bit of a love interest, like a female lead character. Do you know who Chris Yen is? Donnie Yen's little sister. Yes! I I, I didn't know that the whole time. I was like, Chris Yen. I was like, Yen, why does that sound familiar? And she's she's hands down the most capable martial artist in this movie. And then when I was watching that little uh, like making of She's like, oh yeah, I was, you know, me. I, I was trained at a young age with. I, th- I think she might have said with her sibling. But I was like, Chris mm-hmm. Yen, Chris Yen. I was like, oh shit, Donnie Yen. Didn't want to name drop. Yeah, she didn't want to name drop. Yeah, um, but this, I think this is one of the few, only few roles she's done, as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Not too much. Surprising, surprising. Yeah, yeah. This small little action movie that was. Yeah, almost on a shoestring budget. It's well, I guess I can elaborate on the story a little bit while I'm talking about it. Um, yeah, the the movie takes place in this small little town, um, where I guess the main character Johnny Dow. I don't think that's his real name. <laughs> in the movie, it's, that... it's Johnny Dow. Yeah, really? Oh, God. yeah. It yeah. sounds like a pseudonym. Uh, but anyways, uh, he's like this martial arts loving dude, but you can kind of hold his own, but he's not like the greatest. He's still like, he still learned all his moves through television and movies. Um, and oh yeah. And, and, uh, one thing I forgot to mention before, speaking of who's who's of uh, people is that, yeah, there's a bully character played by JJ Perry. Yeah. Such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what an yeah. asshole in this movie. <laughs> Oh, but then it matters so much because he he's only a dick for like maybe a scene or two. No, no, he he's a becomes... dick throughout the entire film. <laughs> whenever uh... he whenever he well whenever he pops up, he's a bad sure. guy. So sure, sure, that's, fair. Th- that's there's fair. there's absolutely no change in his character whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, to collaborate with the story a little bit more, uh, Johnny Dow, he is. Um, I guess he's trying to leave town with his best friend, played by Matt Mullins. But Matt Mullins discovers some sort of uh, like ancient goo i guess or, or like object in the desert is it is i forget it's what not, it's not it's not goo I uh i mean the cgi w- might make you believe that it's, that it, <laughs> that that it's goo. goo but um there is a demon demon spear mm-hmm. or dragon spear excuse me buried in the desert because of a martial arts battle that took place over 900 years ago uh, yeah and um matt mullins digs it up and he gets possessed by the evil spirit that was killed with the demon spear. Yeah. Dragon yeah, spear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep right, on so, saying demon spear. <laughs> the demon spear. Yeah, well, he is. I guess he's a. Yeah, he's a demon. So the dude, <laughs> Matt Mullins, he 
now is obviously possessed and he has the ability to convert anyone into zombies yes or that do his bidding and he has ability to kind of vicariously see through them i guess yep. make them yep. do their That's bidding right. but also like you know put themselves in the shoes like basically he's like manning the, the control uh, of whoever he's controlling but um these are the child-friendly zombies because they don't crave people they mostly crave sugar they crave sugar yeah <laughs> the whole movie they're like going after donuts from this donut shop and then later on they go crazy for fortune cookies so it's just yeah. like all right it's, uh, it's like okay that's that's cute that that's cute they're they're possessed by this mm-hmm. evil spirit and they crave sugar they never tell us why they never tell us why they no, crave no. sugar. no they really don't not even uh, a, i was very not, confused yeah not even the throwaway line like oh they we've consumed so much energy you know fighting we, we need a you know we need a fuel source nope nothing like that yeah I, i'm imagining i'm imagining this is all speculation that during the production uh, you know they, they probably want to make some sort of like kick-ass martial arts movie i mean that's always been the intention but then they're they came came back and circled around like oh but we want to make this movie child friendly so they probably nixed the whole like zombie well they they took the zombie zombie idea and they probably thought oh well instead of eating people let's have them eat sugar inexplicably yeah right <laughs> and like ravenously attacking a cafe uh yeah a cafe in the middle of the movie so that uh you know they're eating all the food in there not the people so that Matthew Twining in a gorilla suit can fight <laughs> partially in the film. That that's that gorilla suit comes out of nowhere and it is it is like a a nice shining beacon in the movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is easily the best fight. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then of course Yen uh because she's Chinese and Asian girl. Oh, she and, has and to her be... uh and her sifu is played by James James Hong. Hong. The great James yeah. Hong, who is just in fucking everything. Yeah, he's the he's the ancient Chinese master. He's sitting in a wheelchair, like you know, he's like, "Do I have to? Do I have to do anything in this movie?" Like, no, just sit in this no. wheelchair, spout these lines. He's like, "Awesome, great, I'll, I'll sound do mystical." It. Yeah, sound and that, that's what it. That's what the whole, you know, that's all the Asian characters in the movie. They all sound mystical. Even Johnny Dow's adoptive mother in the movie, she, she even she says like. She's a, he's an adoptive mother, right? Like I think that's what her character is, right? She, oh, the like, uh, the owner of the fortune cookie factory. Yeah, I thought there. I thought like she was like a foster, like a stepmom or something. Something like Something that. along but, those lines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but she, every line that comes out of her mouth too is like you know, like if you see beyond your limits, you will never see, like achieve your full potential. And literally, well, she's a fortune cookie. Well, creator, exactly. Right? So, yeah. so, <laughs> so she's, like, she's every, going to... every word that came out of her mouth. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> of her. Uh her job she's going to speak in those like confucius-esque sure. uh, kind of uh confucius limerence. say uh if you watch this movie you'll think all asians talk like this <laughs> that's how that's how I, I felt watching the film but uh i get it, it it's it's maybe uh, still coming from a loving place right the, the movie is very much a send-up of cheesy kung fu movies in a way right yeah it's yeah. kind of it's kind of over spiritual because of that but how is the martial arts well i don't even think you finished the story <laughs> did i not did i not uh, i mean that's basically it uh, like, well i guess the only missing detail i have is chris yen 
is well because she's the spiritual character she is looking to defeat the villain the the or like stop the demon from doing something that, that, i don't even know yeah, what the exactly. demon was trying to do to be honest <laughs> like that's not very clear he's just yeah. he's just bad guy and yeah christian is like yeah i gotta stop you because are you gonna take over the world he's like yeah i don't know i just yeah, want I donuts so. well stop eating our donuts so that's why i'm gonna stop you <laughs> um yeah, donuts give you power so yeah that, i mean that is the story right that is, yeah. i mean what else is there to it, it, it it's as simple as that well i just and wanted John. to know if you knew what the villain's motivations were because i didn't <laughs> <laughs> just you know terrorize the town and ruin their white sugar supply yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess but yeah uh simple story relatively simple characters um i'd say that's not the the beacon of the movie. I, uh, I mean, the action's obviously where it's at when when it gets good. Uh, it's okay, I think, in, in my opinion. It, it, it has some failings that you'd see in your typical like American action movie. And I don't obviously since it's a lower budget, I can't blame it on the Hollywood system as much. Maybe, uh, maybe because it, it definitely feels like the passion project. You know, it kind of exudes and, and transcends through this you can see it feel it through the screen but as i'm watching it i'm like ah, it's still making some weird editing choices yeah again with american martial arts movies they tend to want to over edit which mm-hmm. is a shame because we were watching uh well i sent you the video of the behind the scenes yep. and mm-hmm. you can clearly see when they were training and they were um you know doing the choreography they can do they it looks like they're doing it in like the longer takes so i'm, I'm wondering if they yeah. were doing it the old-fashioned american style where they just memorize the entire sequence of core of fight choreography beginning to end yeah. two to three minutes of choreography and they just shot it with multiple cameras and then edited it like that because mm-hmm. it kind of feels that way because we're just constantly getting cuts going back and forth between sometimes the same two camera angles so i mean that's where maybe the budget and the limitations can come into play they can only shoot it in so many different ways so mm-hmm. you, you kind of have to be forgiving in that, in that aspect but mm-hmm. it's a shame because uh, i mean you could see these are these are stunt performers these are martial artists who are in the industry they definitely know what they're doing even though it's uh what's his name matthew twinning's like only physical role i believe like he he's pretty good as well but then it's just that editor just cutting a little too much and yeah making it feel like at least in my opinion that the actors don't know how to fight and they're stitching it together to make it look like they did yeah well it's it's interesting because as i was watching the film i never felt that way i always felt like they were capable right um but as i was watching the editing i just felt like just generally I don't want to say rookie as in like, it's like they don't know what they're doing, but it it feels like they're making these editing choices, uh, like trying to over polish the film when honestly you should just let let the scenes breathe, let the action breathe and and let you absorb it. Right. And like, I, I, the problem is it's not so much of a problem. This is not the most egregious example of over editing in an action film. Like I can still make out what's happening. Yes. yes. Um, It's just, it's just, you know, there's a gray area where it's like, oh, this is good and this is not good, and this is starting to teeter on the not so good side. Yeah, you know, I, I can, I can't 
I can't. I can make out what's happening, but I can't really appreciate uh, the impact, the, the the hits. Everything feels a little bit like softened and muddled. Mm-hmm. Feels like um, uh, because like sometimes you'll you'll get these hits and they are cut right in between, and they robbed of the experience of like oh he did a flash kick, but like they cut right between the kick. So like you you're really robbed of the experience of like oh like that actor got hit. I mean that's not a blanket statement. Sometimes you actually do get get some actors or performers who get like I think there's one who gets like rocked in the oh one actor is wearing a bike helmet and he gets kicked in the head with a flying kick. And I remember seeing that I'm like oh we need more of that shit. In this movie. <laughs> right, just have everybody in fucking football gear at that yeah. point because. Oh yeah, that, that fight scene you're talking about. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. They're not afraid mm-hmm. to to hold back because the guy is yeah. in protective, yeah. in, you know, protective wear. So they literally just kick him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, but actually, I think the movie in general, uh, even though the set pieces are very simple, um, at least they take good advantage of it. I, I remember, kind of distinctly remember every fight scene being visually distinct from one another. Yeah, which that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's only a, a, a selling point, or like something I would consider even talking about because this movie has such a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is a 2007 movie, and a lot of the effects are like, oh yeah, this feels like a 2007 movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't care about the special effects at all either because sure. you're just like, okay, yeah, that that guy exploded when he <laughs> went into the sunlight. Uh, they're showing an up close of a hand and it's glowing red because oh that's implying he's sucking mm-hmm. the energy out sure you know like what what else are they gonna do <laughs> um yeah i mean I, I really don't need to talk anymore about uh, the story or the characters too much because it, it's really simple it, the, the movie is really not about that at the end of the day you know like uh, at the end you just kind of want to watch it for the what action is i will say though like there are moments where i felt like the the movie did have some lulls i think the first third of the movie i kind of wish it moved a little bit more briskly because mm-hmm. after that it moved the movie moved a lot smoother the setup took a little long uh, a little long for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah i can i can kind of see that uh, i mean when i was watching it i was just like what the hell is this because <laughs> like <laughs> adventures i i've been scouring looking for anything horror related horror adjacent that has martial arts in it because it's not easy because mm-hmm. i don't want to always just talk about hong kong movies because that's where the majority of the horror martial arts yeah. movies come from you know want to vary it up and this mm-hmm. was it was it was interesting i'll say <laughs> but yeah sitting through it i was like i don't know what is going on like I, where <laughs> where is this going why is james James Hong in a wheelchair doesn't matter um and the whole time I was trying to find Johnny uh Tri Nguyen uh very famous for uh, yeah. his you know Vietnamese martial artist and he's also the stuntman for the original Raimi uh Spider-Man uh trilogy yeah 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 um, uh, he's in the movie Johnny Nguyen I don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, I like, I, he's credited somewhere, and even his baby is credited in the movie. Well, his baby is in the movie. That is the baby in the in the beginning fight scene who just comes out of fucking nowhere. Oh, oh, that one. So I love how we know who Johnny Nguyen's baby is, but we don't know who Johnny <laughs> Nguyen is in the movie. Well, his his um 
his he's credited as a character named Bo Ling Pin. So the whole time I was trying to think like, okay, is there a character who gets like knocked down with a bowling ball or with an actual pin? I I don't know if I caught it on the second viewing, but yes, uh, <laughs> oh, don't geez. know where he is. He's probably one of the many That's one extras. Yeah, one of the many stunt people in the background because yeah. there are there are like other various uh, stunt people mm-hmm. and fighters in this film. Uh, like I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't see uh, Irulam Choi. I didn't know who he mm-hmm. was. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in this movie. Yeah, um, dude, he was like on IMDb. He's top built. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, where is he? I don't even know where this film mm-hmm. he is in this film. Um, yeah, uh, the, the movie's interesting because it has like all these faces. I mean, we mentioned Ron Yuan before, uh, who doesn't really, he has a, a scene, but he doesn't fight he doesn't in fight, it, which is correct. kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Not really, he just has he just takes out a knife and he gets beat up right away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, okay. And he also, I also was kind of squinting in my eyes. I'm like, is that Ron Yuan? It's like, he's he's wearing his shades, the hat, and like, you can't really make out who when he you is. You listen to the voice closely you're like okay yeah that's that's right yeah but he's only speaking mandarin and it's like i've never heard him speak anything but english oh that's true yeah yeah <laughs> i mean he's he, he's he has a very deep voice so i was like yeah. all right I'm, I'm assuming that's who he is yeah yeah and all that like imdb obviously mm-hmm. well it's yeah, weird they give they that. give everybody a name when mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that for background characters because like no who the hell is Angela in this movie? Who the hell is Bucky? <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know who any of those people are. Biker Demon. Got it. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Good, dis- <laughs> good description. Um. But yeah, we have a who's who of every of a lot of well-known martial artists. So, I mean, you would think that action's good. So, I guess we can talk about that in the action segment, which we'll get into now. If you follow, and you can listen to more about it if you follow us on Patreon. We, I swear to God, we'll eventually get back to our normal routine and release more episodes. But uh, for now, you can definitely follow us on Fist of Fail on Patreon. And yeah, you can listen to the whole exclusive action segment. We might talk about more spoilers in the movie, too. Uh, and break down the story more. I don't think there's really not much really not much to talk about. But hey, it's there. So yeah, this is, we'll get into it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Absolutely nothing. But yeah, that is, uh, oh God, The Adventures of Johnny Tao. Uh, what's the other name of the movie? Uh, Quest of the Dragon. Oh, Rock Around uh, the Dragon, I think is the, rock, subti- is the, the subtitle. subtitle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, not the greatest film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe no. Maybe yeah, a good not, Halloween movie, Not I don't the know. greatest film, not barely a horror film. There, there were yeah. there were moments that we, we glazed over it this the story really in the Patreon section, but there were moments when they were trying to create horror because like there's a scene where these two yeah. lovers are in a car, very typical of the slasher genre. Uh, they're like, "What's that noise?" They look up. They're surrounded by all the you know the zombies with the red eyes and stuff like that. It's like oh, okay, that's like yeah. a small moment of horror, but barely, barely a horror, but. 
there's enough there. So I'm counting it. This is a martial arts <laughs> horror movie. Sure. We're scraping that, that bottom of that barrel. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> you know what? If they're see- the movie was seeking out to uh, make a film for children, I'd say it kind of fails a little bit. But there is that small age gap between like a children's film and like a, a straight up like movie that's marketed towards adults. I'd say like a ten or eleven year old might enjoy this movie. Well, yeah, like like not not YA exactly, not young adult at all. Like but yeah, like right before teenager maybe. Like this oh. this would be that sweet spot yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so too. Um, but yeah, they just there's a small gap of, of time where like you you might be able to enjoy this movie. Like it's it's not exactly like three ninjas but it's not you know like a more hardcore action film or martial arts movie um so it might be able like you might be able to put this on in the background and if you're having a halloween party if you have a bunch of kids around but um definitely not the the biggest recommend for me um the actions uh, it, it it could definitely be improved if the the editing wasn't a, a schlock sloppy mess at times um but like it's not the worst thing in the world and <laughs> that's my glowing recommendation <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world <laughs> all right for zero um, i mean pretty much the same thing yeah i i wanted to talk about this because i was just really fascinated by the cast and crew and yeah. everyone involved we mentioned before like so many names uh if you're familiar with the uh you know like the hollywood stunt space and then we have Donnie Yen's younger sister, the director yeah. Ken Scott. Apparently, he's uh, Raphael in the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, as well. Yeah, so, yeah, like, lots that, of yeah. you know, lots of little things interesting about this here and there. It's a passion project. I, I can't get. I, sure. you know, I don't want to be too hard on it. And it's it definitely is feels geared towards a younger audience. I don't know if I could say this is geared for kids, but as mm-hmm. you mentioned, there's probably that sweet spot between like eight to ten. 8 to 11 maybe maybe a kid of that age might enjoy this because it, it there are more mature things happening but it's not three ninjas level like you mentioned where it's like oh we're i don't know running over running away from the bad guys and we're so short that we can go under this object and the adult will bonk their head <laughs> on it you know like it's not that yeah, dumb. yeah it's, it's not it's not that childish yeah yeah, for yeah. Sure. so um yeah if you have a, a, a kid around that age maybe you could show this to them sure i mean it has zombies that don't eat people <laughs> these are the first this is the first movie where i can think where the zombies can develop diabetes because <laughs> all they eat is sugar 